Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We're joined in studio by DP, the owner of The Ticket. Um, you I, you have to keep saying that because I still haven't what accepted are we? that. <laughs> no, I have not. I, it's the I, <laughs> like somebody asked me what I do, and I was like, "Oh, I do sports radio." Right, and that's not wrong. The, yeah, you know, they were like, "No, you you own it, yeah. right?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah I do. Like you need to I, the boss man. I, you, you, come well, on. I'm going to go a different direction. Well, hold on. I was going to okay. say something real quick. Hopefully, some of our fit members are listening. Yes, especially from that last segment because we're actually so within the within Ferrell's the ten weeks like what Harrison's doing. Mm-hmm. We also do smaller challenge challenges for our maintenance members, fit members, and mm-hmm. we're doing one right now where they just this weekend have to take a picture of themselves like in a pair of pants or a piece of clothing that doesn't quite fit i'm gonna send you that when i get home (laughs) yeah and so then seven weeks later we're gonna retake that picture those are some pants right (laughs) those are some pants and so hopefully you can be speaking to them (laughs) from the future that like the feeling of being able to get into those clothes in fact mark is doing the challenge and he had he said he had to rummage through the ticket some of the tickets shirts because he found a smaller shirt to wear so he's wearing a ticket shirt in his picture because he knew that he could find a small shirt so. i think my wife could fit yeah. in those pants <laughs> with me that's right. how big those pants so were. it's powerful though <laughs> that's just to p- put your results tied to something that's real life and not just a number on the scale which is completely arbitrary that's what gets keeps you motivated and it's just a easy check-in with yourself whenever it starts those pants start getting those celebration pants once they start getting tight again now you know what to do you know how to buckle back down if you need to i have i've gone into the closet to find clothes that i haven't worn in 10 years yeah yeah mm-hmm. like i'm wearing stuff that i coached in in virginia mm-hmm. 15 years ago yeah like i'm wearing stuff from when i was coaching and this is i mean this is i coach year round so I've got football, baseball, basketball stuff, seasonal stuff mm-hmm. from everywhere that I've been. And to be able to wear that stuff, yeah. like I put on a, a warm-up suit the other day. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. look at you. So hopefully <laughs> so. that – hopefully our we'll have to make sure our fit members listen yes. so yes. they can be inspired because that's why we did it. We didn't want it – we are doing a body composition uh, element to it, but it's really about those clothes, the pictures. Yeah, the picture and feeling better about what you're wearing. But so I just wanted to say that. Real okay, quick. I want to go a different route. <clears throat> the two times that I've almost driven off the road laughing. Oh, <laughs> with DP on the air. <laughs> two times. So we're gonna have a little fun this morning because I love I love these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one, and I've told Nicole. I think I've told you both of these. So you guys were talking about the little candy, little strawberry candy. And you said, this is the candy that's at the back of your gram- mm-hmm. bottom of your grandma's purse. Mm-hmm. And she just backhands it right into your mouth. At church. At, at, at church, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I thought that was so funny. Because, yes, and I love those little strawberry candies. They're so good. They look, they're wrapped. They look like a little strawberry. So that was one. I've seen it's a meme. wrapped as a strawberry, yeah. which is like okay, people, we're not even trying. I've yes. seen a meme where it's like <laughs> nobody buys these; they just appear in your grandmother's uh, in the, candy dish, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. smacking you right. in yeah. church. 
I was almost drove I've off the road. I've so many of those, and I've never one time bought those. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. And then the other times, you and Jay were talking about like the the like Thanksgiving or the cookouts, the mm-hmm. family cookouts. Mm-hmm. The DP's. Yeah. There were two this. just monumental moments in DP's family cookouts. One was the person who brought the chicken <laughs> yeah. on the tray out to the uncle, right. who was in the grilling. It was an honor. Yeah. yeah. I could just see little DP strutting in with the chicken, bringing it to his uncle. That's the first one. And the second one was getting invited to the card table. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So bring us back. I want to hear just a few more stories of back at those family gatherings (laughs) where the uncle's out (laughs) cooking and the kids aren't allowed in the kitchen where where grandma is doing the cooking. So so my grandmother... Uh, Hattie Sue Harris, Hattie Sue Keaton Harris, and I say that because literally, um, for my next in the next book project, it's it's about my grandmother. Very oh, cool! cool. Uh, my grandmother, who uh, as I was growing up was a giant of a woman. Uh, it turns out she was like five three. <laughs> yeah, uh, but she but she carried a whole family in her. Right. So this woman who was beautifully elegant and just massively powerful all at the same time. Um, I'm pretty sure that heaven smells like Sunday morning at my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. right? Where gospel, you know, Reverend James Cleveland is playing. I hear it. I, the smells are uh, chicken frying, sweet potato pie uh, being baked, uh, made from scratch chocolate chip cookies in the oven. I've heard that described as noisy smells. Yes, and I really yes. like the, that thought of it. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like if uh, it I transcends, know, like when smell. I leave this yeah. space, I'll know I'm in heaven yeah. because that's gonna be the smell yeah. that's waiting for me. Yeah. Um, and my cousins who lived in in D.C. they would drive over to Virginia, and we would all meet at my grandmother's house. And my uncle, uh, so my grandfather's name was Melvin Harris Senior. Melvin Jr. was my uncle. Uh, my Of course, my mom and uh, my aunt called him Uncle Brother. Mm-hmm. So he was mm-hmm. bruh. Mm-hmm. Bruh for short. And I never, it didn't hit me until much later in life that, oh, yeah, brother. Act, yeah. Cool. Right. Got it. <laughs> but he was the first greatest man I knew. Because he the way he loved his family was how I thought, the the male lead in a family should be he was present he was always teaching he was always sharing he was just like he took me to my first baseball game he took me to my first football game um took me bowling for the first time uh all of those things but above all the things that he did best was he was the grill master king <laughs> god and you had to say it just that way like that was grill master king god cuz it was like the the tools were like Thor and his hammer when he pulled it out. It was like, oh my, something magical is about to happen. And he was the only person that my grandmother allowed to cook in her space, mm-hmm. right? Not my mom, not my other aunts. Nope, just him. And he would clean the grill. Like it would start early. He would clean the grill. <laughs> Get the charcoals and hit the perfect amount, and he would stack them and then destack them to stack them the perfect way <laughs> in the grill, right? Like it, it, it was purposeful, and it, mm-hmm. he had the liquid measured like this. There's not going to be enough gasoline on this, kerosene on this. I 
Boom. It was perfect. And the way he lit it, it made the perfect sound. That was a 10. Like, that was a 10. And he was all about it. And then once it reached the right temperature and the coals had the perfect color of gray, then he would look at you and he'd go, bring the meat. <laughs> and you, you'd go into grandma's kitchen and she would hand it over to you. And you, it was a whole lot of meat. So <laughs> you had to grow into the ability and the honor of being able to carry this tray. Cause there's pounds and pounds, there's pounds and pounds. And you got to go downstairs, upstairs, downstairs, and then around the corner. And you cannot drop the meat. Oh my gosh. You cannot drop it. So you have to be strong enough to carry this 20 pound plate of meat. And then he would clear off the space on the table, this, this, this picnic table in the backyard, and he would place it there. And then you would stand around, like the kids would stand around, and he would grab the first, <laughs> he would grab the steak, that first steak that got on was the moment. And he would, he would carry it over, and he'd hold it above. <laughs> it's a great sound. Just, yeah. Oh, that was so good. The lighting of the Olympic torch. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was just spectacular, right? And then you would get oh through, and to get, get to get the kid's hot dog first. Like, if you were the first, you got the first ready hot dog. You were the king of the, the weekend. <laughs> Like you had oh, lived, the grandkids. like the you the lived grandkids. your best life. Like you had been <laughs> exceptional. Like you cleaned your room. You were chosen. Like you cleaned, you cleaned the yard. Like you raked the leaves out of the yard. You bagged it perfectly. You set it out front. You you had a day. And that first hot dog, he would put it in the bun for you, because he'd tell you, go get the bun. That was the king, and he wouldn't tell it to anybody. Whoever got told that. You looked at everybody else and made a face like, ah, I'm the king. I won. But he put it in. But you had to take your first bite right there at the grill. Just right off the grill. Right. Oh, which, again, you're a kid. You don't really think. But you want to honor it. You take the first bite, forgetting how hot, absolutely hot it is for, for, for right at the grill. And it's the greatest moment right. ever. So You're branded for like a whole week. Oh, you can't till, taste anything. Till next time. <laughs> right. You know, I remember I, I I got the first one. I got the first one. So we we did that. And then the other thing was um, my grandmother had like, her second house was a really nice house. And it was two blocks away. So the first house was like she would look out her back window to yell at me in my backyard for doing things I had no business doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and all I would hear is, what you doing, little boy? <laughs> and I knew, okay, whatever it was. But she moved a block away to a new house built from the ground up. Amazing house. Uh, still stands today. Love that house. But in the basement, my great uncle, John Keaton, lived. And John was... What's the best way to describe him? He was he was the, the black wimpy from Popeyes. Okay. okay. Same build, yeah. same personality. Except he had the greatest record collection in history of, of albums. Mm -hmm. To say that there were a thousand albums in this basement would I I probably low keyed it. We were not allowed to touch it. Right. Good, Obviously. Like we're not, not allowed to touch the records. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not allowed to touch the record player. He would DJ all of these events, 
And then at 6 o'clock, everybody would gather in the basement. And my Uncle John would dance. Now, to say that that he was a good dancer would be an absolute mistruth. But he was a passionate dancer. That's all that matters. Right? He was passionate. And we would all gather around and giggle. Here it comes. Here it comes. This is it. This is amazing. Let's go. And you look at the watch. Like, watches. You're like, mm-hmm. 545. This is about to happen. This is about to go down. <laughs> and he would pick a song. And basically, he would get in the middle of the dance floor. And he would roll his hands together. Like, that was... And then he would stick out a leg. And then he'd put the leg back, and he'd roll his hands together, and he'd stick out a leg. And we would just cheer to not laugh crying. Like, laugh crying. But the younger kids would just get on the floor and howl at, at their howl, at your, just at the greatest. Awesome. And every family event, was the highlight was, one, the grill, first bite of the grill. The other... Uncle John's dance, and it was, <laughs> and it was just. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, these fam- the family things are what carries us. Yeah. Um, hopefully everybody has an Uncle John. Mm-hmm. Hopefully everybody has an Uncle Brother who or can uh, be the Uncle yep. John. As yeah, yeah. Oh, passed. I was the cool. I was the cool uncle. Right, right. I'm the cool uncle. Yeah. Like for all my sister's kids, I'm the one that. They come hang out. Jeff and, always gets his nieces and right? nephews in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Right. Just riles them right up. Someone gets hurt, and it's right. never Jeff's fault. It's always the kid's fault. <laughs> right? Sugar. Yeah. All the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's you know. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, we're up against the break. I was about ready to give a little story, but that's okay. We'll Sounds be right like back. You. Last segment okay. with DP on the Fitness Fanatics 93.7 The Ticket.